Real quick, let me just start off by saying this is Peter Rosenberg, your forever 24-7 champion, host of the Cheap Heat Podcast. And I want to shout out the Will Wonder Podcast. You know what I wonder? What amazing takes will be given today on this show? Will I ever get the nod, the invite to be a guest on this show? Will I ever feel like coming on the show if I get that invite? We don't know. But you're checking out the Will Wonder Podcast. What is up, everybody? Episode 123, 123 of the Will Wonder Pod. Hope everyone has had a great week since we last spoke, had a fun weekend. Uh, But the biggest note to start off this goddamn show is I am done with school. That's right. I'm finished. I turned in my last bit of work Monday evening, and I am done. I have my bachelor's degree Uh, Well, I don't have it on me at the moment. Obviously, just finished. need to get it sent to me. But you all know what I mean. I'm done. I'm excited. That opens up hours during the week where I was previously busy. So who knows what I'm going to do with all that time, you know? Hang out with my family, you know what I mean? Maybe catch a nap from time to time. Uh, Focus on working out because... Though I feel like I work out um, a decent amount, for sure, the last couple of months with school and how busy my regular day job is and the podcast and hanging out with family, I haven't uh, done as good as I should. And I went and got a little thing called an in-body scan today. Shout out to my wife, who said, oh, you should go do this. And I did it. And um, I got some work to do. I'm not going to lie. So I'm saying it right here on the podcast. I need to cut... A good percentage of body fat. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to put it out there to the world. I am at 27% body fat. This is probably the biggest uh, I've been in a long time. A very long time. So my promise to myself is to get this shit uh, down. And you know... It'll take time, but let's see what we can do. Putting that out into the universe so that I hold myself accountable, and you can all hold me accountable too. I know you all love me no matter how fat, chubby, thick, however you want to put it, I am. But, uh, you know, got to love yourself. So I'm going to work on that. And I went down a rabbit hole here that wasn't planning on going down. But anyways, there you have it. School's done. Got to get my body back to where I want it. I had a lot of fun this weekend. My son had his second basketball game, his first two rebounds of his basketball career, which I don't know if anyone's ever watched five-year-olds play basketball. Nobody rebounds the ball. They shoot it, it goes out of bounds, or they shoot it and make it, and then that's it. So I was very proud of him, still waiting on his first bucket. I think he went 0 for 2 this game. Only Only got up two shots, but that's okay. He'll get there. And like I said, at some point he will be drafted into the NBA and you will no longer hear from me because I'm going to retire and well, along with my wife because my son will be a, an NBA player. So putting that into the universe as well. Anyways, I'm going to quit rambling. Um, he played ball. I played ball with my Sunday workout crew. Had a lot of fun. You're going to see on the Will Wonder Pod Instagram some fun clips that my guy Dre Rocca is putting together. Um... I mean, we recorded a lot, so all of us playing ball. There's some funny stuff, so make sure you check that out. Uh, Check out my guy Dre. Obviously, Dre Rocco, you've heard him before on here, but he has Weight Down Credit Up as one of his pages, which is something that's really cool. Uh, A lot of workouts on there, and I think at some point he's going to kind of vamp 
revamp that up a little bit. I don't know. I may be speaking out of school with that. But anyways, I had a lot of fun doing that. Sunday, I also went and seen Evil Dead Rises. Uh, I'll save a full review for 31 Days of Halloween this year in October. But I will say this. If you are a fan of the Evil Dead movies, you will enjoy this. And if you don't know what the Evil Dead movies are all about, they are very gory. And this one is that way. So I would say if you're not into gore, not saying I'm like, I love gore, but I just know what to expect in these films. Uh, I wouldn't go see it, but if it doesn't bug you, make sure you check out the movie. If you're an Evil Dead fan, obviously you've probably already seen it. If not, go check it out. Uh, that's about it for the intro here. But what we're going to do is do a little NBA talk. And then, man, we got a full show. So let's just hop into NBA talk now. I want to lead off NBA talk with what LeBron James did last night as I record this, Monday night, uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies down the stretch. We all remember years ago, I guess not all of us, but a lot of us basketball fans remember a gentleman by the name of Ruben Patterson who played for the Seattle Sonics, a couple other teams, uh, Portland Trailblazers. He said he was the Kobe stopper. Kobe Bryant stopper. That never proved to, to bode well for old Ruben Patterson. Uh, he was a good defensive player. I wouldn't say by any stretch of the imagination he was great, but he was a good defensive player. But not the Kobe stopper. So, you know, when Dylan Brooks of Memphis started saying things about LeBron, how he's old, he doesn't necessarily respect his game. I was like, oh, could be Ruben Patterson 2.0. Though I think Brooks is a better, slightly better offensively. Probably the same defensive uh, type of player as Patterson was, in my opinion. LeBron went for 20 points, 20 rebounds last night. Game one in the overtime. And LeBron... <laughs> There was a report come out that came out that said Memphis said uh, LeBron doesn't go left. Well, LeBron went left, and it's amazing. I mean, we've so many people say this: thirty-eight years old doing what he does in the NBA. But this series is over. It's three-one. Maybe this game goes six, or the series goes six rather. But I don't see it. So. That's what I wanted to start it off NBA talk with is just how incredible LeBron James looked and that it's not smart to poke the bear, okay? Just don't do it. Uh, what else do we have? This is non-playoff news, but uh, Ime Udoka was hired as the Houston head coach. And many of you may remember him being relieved of his duties in Boston for like the sexual misconduct allegations. And I'm not sure where that even ended up, but to me, until that type of stuff is resolved, I don't think it's a good idea to bring in a guy like that, especially with this Houston team. Now, I'm not saying uh, Udoka isn't a good coach basketball-wise. He did a lot of really good stuff there in Boston. But if we're going to be real, that Boston roster is 10,000 times better than what Houston has now. Now they have some off-season stuff they can do. They have some y nice young pieces, for sure. Jabari Smith. Uh, they have Green, Eason, Sangoon. But that team is a mess. And 
there must be something in the air or some murmurs or some rumors that someone is coming to help Udoka next season as far as a player. Maybe James Harden. A lot of breadcrumbs, a lot of, a lot of rumors going around alluding to him returning to Houston. But it's going to take more than James Harden to totally change that roster and make them into a, a relevant team to come out of the West next year. Ugh. Uh, what else do we have? Playoffs have been fun. There is one series that I'm shocked about. That is the Heat Bucks. Obviously, Giannis went out, doesn't do anything for the Bucks, uh, but hurt them without Giannis. The Heat are just a very well-coached, good team. Jimmy Butler is incredible, and the Heat are going to win this series. Which, there goes my champion pick of the Bucks. but again... You lose Giannis, that's kind of what happens. As I record this, we're about 10 minutes away from the Celtics-Hawks starting. That series is 3-1. Celtics, Celtics probably end that tonight because DeJounte Murray decided to go ahead and nearly headbutt a referee after the Hawks lost last, uh, last game. So, yeah, he's out. And without him, I don't see Atlanta winning this game. Celtics will advance tonight is my prediction. Now this could be totally wrong. And then next week I have to be like, damn it. But you know what? If I don't give a take, then what good is this? I think also the Nuggets ended tonight. Even though that last game, Anthony Edwards. I mean, he did it. That game goes into overtime. But Edwards is such a special young talent. 34 points. Six rebounds, five assists in that game. This is a team that really needs to rework this roster in the offseason. Minnesota, that is. Gobert and Towns. There needs to be something that is moved. And I don't know how you move either one of those guys. So might be a rough go. But Anthony Edwards would be the future of this organization. So they may want to they may want to think about it. But I do think tonight Denver ends it. Uh, and then we'll advance to the second round. The other game we have this we have this evening is Suns Clippers. Again, Kawhi getting hurt. Just ugh. I hate this because it truly seems like the same old song and dance. And I love Kawhi Leonard, man. I love his game. Everyone saw Stephen A. Smith saying he might be the worst superstar ever because he does nothing for your organization. I don't really agree with that a hundred percent. I get where Stephen A. was coming from. Kawhi is such a special talent when he plays, and that's always the asterisk, when he plays. So that sucks because he has been playing a lot lately. Suns ended tonight. We'll advance. The games we have tomorrow, uh, Wednesday the 26th, Cavs-Knicks. Can't believe the Cavs are down 3-1. Didn't see this coming. I can see the Cavs winning this next game, but at this point, they got to win three in a row, uh, and they... You know, not, wouldn't be the first time the Cavaliers organization has done that, come come back from 3-1, but we shall see. Grizzlies, Lakers, again, maybe the Grizzlies get this one in Memphis when it goes back to L.A., Lakers end it. Bucks heat, you got to think the Bucks win this game in Milwaukee, then goes back to Miami, Miami might end it there. The funnest series by far, Kings-Warriors, tied 2-2. We get that game in the nightcap tomorrow night. I'm just excited. Right now, Golden State's favored by one and a half. Um, I don't know. I mean, one and a half is just a toss-up at this point. 
The big issue with this goddamn series, though, De'Aaron Fox is doubtful. <sighs> so many injuries so early in these playoffs that totally shift the series. So if he can't go, I mean, it's a, it, I believe it's his index finger on his shooting hand. I don't know how you play through that. Tape it? No, probably not. Um, so you got to think the Warriors end up winning this series, but this has been a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. All right, that will do it for NBA Talk. What we have coming up next, we have a very fun full show. So to start off, my guys, Hoop and Chacon are back. We talk the NFL Draft, which is this starts this Thursday and goes all weekend. What we do is cover the top 10 picks. We do a mock draft there. We also give some sleepers. Discuss a little bit of some of the off-season moves. You know, Aaron Rodgers just got moved. We'll get Hoop's take on that. As we all know, he is a huge Green Bay Packers fan. And then we end it all with who we want our teams to take because, you know, we're selfish like that. Uh, Hoop will give his take on the Packers. Chacon gives his take on the Cowboys. And I will talk about my Washington Commanders. After that, my friend Mike Steady Rock Martinez will join me as we continue to celebrate hip-hop's 50th birthday this year, August 11th, 2023. Uh, On this segment, we talk about Big Pun's Capital Punishment. It is the 25-year anniversary coming up the 28th of this month. We talk about that album. We talk about Big Pun's impact. We also discuss Latinos in hip-hop that you should check out if you're not familiar with. Most of them, I believe you will be. So, all of that right after this. You're sitting at work, doing nothing, letting your life pass by. You keep procrastinating over and over. Maybe I'll check it out today. Maybe I'll check it out tomorrow. Don't wait. Do it now. Check out the Unrestricted Podcast with me, Dre Rocker. I'll keep you laughing before work, after work. Hell, I'll even keep you laughing during sex. Go tune in now. I'm here to help you. You spend all day on the phone anyhow. Why don't you subscribe to a podcast that's going to help you in your future? All you got to do is pick up your phone, hit follow, unrestricted podcast with me, Dre Rocket. It's that simple. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the NFL draft is this week. And boy, we are. I can't believe it's already here. And then, uh, you know, right after that, we're going to have the season. It's just going to be like a blink of an eye. I have my guys Hoop and Jacone back. Me and Jacone were uh, just arguing about basketball, but we're not here for basketball talk because none of our teams are in the playoffs. So it doesn't matter, even though mine is very young, uh, up and coming. Jacone's has a top five player and a top 15 player, but we won't get into all that. Uh, first, let's start with this. Jacone, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, and I'm happy to talk about football again and not that fucking Super Bowl game. <laughs> exactly. It's a new year. What Super Bowl? We don't even remember it at this exactly. point. Exactly. Uh, Hoop, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be back as well. You know, it's I missed you guys, even though the group text never stops. Like that yeah. thing goes <laughs> no, no matter what, and it's yeah. about everything. But it's good to be back on here. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, Hoop. Hoop. Uh-oh. Yeah. Are you what? Are you really okay? We're gonna get to that. Why, why should should I not be? If something <laughs> happened? We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Guys, what we're going to start with, before we get to the draft itself, uh, I have a couple of off-season moves here, and I want you guys to just tell me if it's nothing or it's something. If it's something, you can feel free to add any commentary you want. If it's nothing, we'll just move on, okay? So the first one I have written down here, Bengals sign offensive tackle Orlando Brown, taking him away from Kansas City. Is that nothing or something? 
I mean, it's his third fucking team. His dad was better, so I, it's nothing. I'll, I'll say I'll say it's something because anytime you add, you you can build up the offensive line. I think it's helpful, and if he if he can play, he can play. And having a dude at the tackle position is extremely important. Yeah, I felt like it was something, but you know what? That's why we have three of us here. It's just so we can all disagree and, and argue. Uh, I was gonna sorry. Oh, go ahead. Can no, I go say ahead. No, go ahead. Now, I don't have Google in front of me, and I could be wrong, but I was going to say something. I'm going to say it anyways. This is the son of Orlando Brown where the fucking flag got hit in his eye, the, the dad. Is this the Orlando Brown, right? Do you guys know? Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I don't lineman. know about a guy who had a fl- right, we'll flag hit his eye. The, one of the officials threw a flag, and it hit him right in the fucking Claude, eye. I think Claude is Brown is his father. Was it Orlando no, Claude Brown? If he was the yeah. offensive lineman for Cleveland, I think this might have been the son. It doesn't matter he who was. won. He was from ninety three to ninety five. Yeah, that's correct. I was just I was going to talk shit, but I was like, "Whoa, what if I'm wrong?" Yeah. Okay. What? Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, we I learned Whoa. stuff talking today. shit just because they're wrong. <laughs> I know, but I'm I'm trying really hard not to just say bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Fair. New 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 season, new Chacon. Let's go, baby. Uh, Seattle. Sticking with Geno, three-year deal, forty million guaranteed. Is that some nothing or something? Can I say it's in between? I don't know. It's kind of hard to. I don't know, Doug. We've been have you know we've had all these years with Geno Smith, and now that we get a little bit of a taste of Geno Smith, you're still unsure. Like pause. Is it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a good move or not. At the end of the day, they had a a good year. I won't say great. They had a yeah. good year last year. Yeah. Gino had a good year. I mean, I, I, we talked about him a lot on here. I thought, you know, I mean, he didn't get a huge deal by any means, right? Like some quarterbacks, but uh, I would say it's something. Hoop, what do you think? I, 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 I'll say it's something because it's at least some stability in, in their quarterback room to, yeah. to, to follow the whole Russell Wilson mess because I think people had really low expectations and he played well and good for Gino getting his money finally because that dude's been around a hot minute and he's mm-hmm. never got. Not in a big contract, so good for him. For sure. All right, next up, Niners get Javon Hargrave from the Eagles. Steal him away. Nothing or something. I'll say I'll say that's something just because that defense is already freaking good. Mm-hmm. And you, you put a D tackle there, which is gonna be able to force the pressure up the middle, and then you still have, you know, Magabosa coming off the edge. <laughs> Yeah, it's a scary D line for sure. Chacon, what do you I, think? Who? Who's this guy you're talking about? <laughs> I mean, maybe I guess with the Cowboys, I didn't realize this player you're talking. Mm. I don't know. Is that New Year division champ? New, Chacon. new season kind of new Chacon. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. I don't know who he is. Sorry. Okay, now we'll move on. Uh, Dolphins acquire Jalen Ramsey. Nothing hey. or something. Definitely something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it's too bad they don't have a fucking something. quarterback. But damn, that's a big move. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, 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 Go ahead. Dolphins don't have a quarterback, but now earlier he said that <laughs> the Jets were going to be third in that division, but the Dolphins don't have a quarterback. Yeah, I still two take plus the two equals potato. <laughs> <laughs> they got Mike White. Hey, they got a, a, okay. they got a, a Dallas Cowboys drafty on that fucking roster. So yeah, uh, that guy. We saw what he did with chance. the Jets. You know, yeah, exactly. A couple good. Tua, Tua's gonna go. This is Zach Wilson's year, guys. I'm saying. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Rookie of the year last year, right? <laughs> uh, okay, next up, nothing or something. Cowboys release Ezekiel Elliott and the last play of his career is what we all saw. Who? Nothing. Nothing. It's, it, that's, it's nothing because he, he isn't getting the production. They, they made the right move. Like as bad as it sucks, probably as Cowboy fans and dudes, like, I don't hate Zeke. I think he was really solid. He went, had mm-hmm. a good stretch as a running back. It played its course out. So it, it really was time and it was the right thing for the Cowboys. And it, it'll probably be the right thing for Zeke in the end. Like, cause has he signed somewhere yet? that I am blocked. I haven't seen anything. Right no. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if he gets somewhere and he can be a role guy, that good for him. Like, I think, I think nature took its course with, with things. And so it's really nothing. Yeah. Um, Chacon, I, your, your thoughts on it? I don't know who you speak of. Oh, who, wow. who is this? Um, I, he was I, the guy who wore the midriff shirt and, uh, on draft day and you started doing the same thing. He looks like a popular Star I, Wars character sorry, that's I, not human. <laughs> I tend to forget <laughs> yeah. players that are not wearing Dallas Cowboy wow. you know, uniforms okay. and helps. So when you're not, I okay, I no, it's, really it's nothing. It's nothing. Existence? Yeah, yeah, that's how he is. It's nothing. Okay. Uh, oh. Next up, we'll go. My commander signed Jacoby Brissett. Nothing, nothing or something. Nothing. That was less than nothing. Who does? Okay. Why, why the fuck do you even bring this up? This is not even because <laughs> I wanted that reaction. It's the only news from this team outside acquiring a new ownership. Yeah, group. baby, that's the biggest. That's the only thing we needed. Okay, moving on. Uh, Saints signed Derek Carr. Nothing or something. Oh God, this is <laughs> something. I, I, nothing's changed. That's what I'm going to say. Mm. Cool. I, I say it's something because I think that it it at least puts them in a again, a more stable position, kind of like Seattle, because Jameis has played good when healthy recently, but he hasn't stayed healthy, so it's hard to say. And I yeah. think Derek Carr is better than Andy Dalton, because that's who was there yeah. last year, right? Yeah. And so, I th- but I think Carr is better than him, but yeah, time will tell. Yeah, feels like uh, it feels like more nothing, but could be wrong. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's it's... Like you said, I guess better than Dalton. So I guess it is kind of something. Well, it, it's hard for me right now to criticize the white uh, Dak Prescott because <laughs> they both need to prove something. So I, I don't know. I'm still confused on when we'll eventually get that quarterback because there was times where I thought, yeah, man, this dude's top 10. Mm-hmm. But now he's a fucking saint. So I, I don't know what I'm going to get out of him. Yeah, it's a tough call. Okay, uh, next up, Raiders sign Jimmy G. Same answer. Yeah. I'm going to say this is nothing. Yeah. This is absolutely nothing. I I don't think he's, I think he's, this might be the end of the road for Jimmy. I think it's nothing because of some of the other shit that the Raiders have done. Mm. I think that they've had, they've made some very odd decisions, which is very Raider-ish. But so I, I think it's nothing as a group effort. Getting to one as, of those decisions. Go ahead. Charlie. As football, as football fans, have we ever seen something like this where two franchise quarterbacks go elsewhere, and we still ask ourselves, "Did that team get better?" <laughs> I don't even I don't know. Is Jimmy G a franchise quarterback? Derek Carr, well, I would have said fuck. yes at ask one point. Ask the Niner fans that wow. year they went to the Super Bowl with them. <laughs> they have fucking multiple quarterback jerseys in their closet. They're always <laughs> selling me on their quarterback. So I don't know, Doug. 
Ask them. They, their fucking answer changes every year, every month. We'll have to reach out to some of them for comment. Uh, all right, one of the moves that the Raiders made, uh, Darren Waller, he's out of here. So he got traded to the Giants for the 100th overall pick. Nothing or something. Something. that That's... Huge, like Darren Waller. When when he's healthy again, Mm -hmm. like that's a big if, right? Like, but that's kind of football, right? Like, it's always a risk. But that dude, he would have been their number two offensive threat behind Devontae, right? right? And and so he's gone and playing that tight end position. Those guys that are in the slot, they're the first one the quarterbacks are seeing when their eyes start to scan, like they, they see them open a lot. Like they mm-hmm. get a lot of targets and we've seen it. So that that's definitely something. Yeah. Chacon, your uh, favorite fantasy tight end this past year, maybe two. I was going to say, well, let, let's do something guys. Let's stop saying when healthy, because it seems we do that a lot. And Players like this who I praised and relied on in fantasy teams and completely fuck me over every year. And I'm a I'm a Waller fan. You know what I say about fantasy though. Yeah. 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 I don't remember and I don't care. But now that he's a giant, <laughs> now that he's a giant, like why would I give a fuck to why why am I sold now that it's something? Yeah. He hasn't given me nothing. And I know that as a, a Waller fan. So I'm gonna say nothing. And now he's a giant, so it's even more nothing, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, okay. Yep. I I ugh, I think it's something. I mean, who was their tight end before? I don't even know. So I mean, even if they get ten games out of him, that's a huge upgrade from. It was it was John Jared Madison. Cook. Was it Cook? <laughs> Should yeah. We fact- yeah, because he, he he left Green Bay after he had a pretty big catch in Dallas, and then went to the Raiders, right? <laughs> Mm. Is that the guy for the Giants? Are we talking about the past, or are we talking now? Uh, Darren Waller, though, in the offseason, did get married to Kelsey Plum. That that they have children, super athletic, super athletic children are going to be out of this. I guess that's good. That's good for a former drug addict. Oh my God. Okay. Well. All right. Uh, He is Elvacero eighty six on Instagram. If you want to (laughs) direct any of your anger towards him. Uh, I forgot to run the whole like thing where I say the views expressed on this segment are not those of the podcast, strictly those of the podcasters. Put, slap oh. a slap a sticker on the IG post. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry, I'm just I'm just really sour because I'm serious. Like these last few years of fantasy, <laughs> he's really fucked me. I traded, I given up some picks for him, and I'm still just yeah. Absolutely. We made a deal. We, you and I made a deal. Yeah, you were one of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Uh, okay, next, next, uh, next, nothing or something. Denver. Trades their 2023 first round pick and 2024 second to New Orleans for coach Sean Payton. Nothing or something. I will say eventually it will be something. How about that? Mm, okay. Well, uh, can you expand? That's Sean so- Payton. Okay. Trust the process. Mm. You know, just let him do his thing. Fucking start all over. You're going to have to give him time because if these fucking Bronco fans think this shit's going to be fixed overnight, you're fucking stupid. So what's, uh, what's, what's Peyton's contract and what's the, what's the stipulation for when the Cowboys can McCarthy and Sean (laughs) Peyton tries to go there in two years? Then, you know, I, I wondered, so I guess I should look that up because did, did he sign some type of contract once that trade happened? Cause I know he had two years on his, okay. 
I, I, I believe, I think it was like four to five. Okay. But yeah. so, so I'm just, I'm just saying like, I, I don't see it. Five years, 18 I, million per season. There you it, go. The Broncos are, I mean, they fired John Elway for a reason. Like that's their God. And they got rid of him. They said, Hey, look, you can't be making decisions. Anymore. Get yeah. out of here with your bow-legged CTE. <laughs> yeah, but at the time when they made those decisions, weren't Bronco fans fucking ordering Justin Rings when they picked up Russell Wilson? So well, at the yeah. time, we all thought it was a brilliant decision, and now all of a sudden we're shitting on him. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Fine. I'm going to keep it short today, guys. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, next nothing or something. Bears acquire DJ Moore from the Panthers for the number one overall pick in this year's draft. The Bears also got number nine pick, uh, a 2024 first rounder, and a 2025 second round pick. So two questions on this. Is it nothing or something for the Bears, and is it nothing or something for the Panthers? Something for the Bears. Definitely one on that trade, I feel. Uh, DJ Moore is good. I wouldn't say he's great. Um, He's like... But the best like the, best receiver that Fields has had so far, for sure. I yeah, I have to say because yeah. I don't think Allen Robinson was even on the yeah he wasn't on the team. So um, yeah, I guess it's an upgrade. He can be his Dwayne Bow when he mm. was in Kansas City because <laughs> I don't know they, more. You just I I don't it's it's hard for me to criticize him because we can say he never had a quarterback or maybe he didn't have that type of quarterback that was a playmaker. Mm-hmm. to feed him the ball. So I guess we'll find out, but dude is great. You know, when he gets the ball, I don't, it's hard to answer that, but he's a bear now. So I don't know if it's better, but for the bears in the trade, I think, I mean, I want to say they won. I don't know what, yeah. you, I mean, what do you guys think? I don't know. Hope it's the fucking bears. <laughs> I mean, obviously with this being the biggest trade of the NFL offseason, like this is the only one anybody has talked about. And it's the only thing that matters in the mm. NFC North. It has okay. to be something, right? Yeah. Like there's been no other big news trades except for this one, oh. right? So oh. it's got to be something. Who, who? Hold on. This is just coming over the wire. Hold on. Adam Schefter is reporting. Hoop, are you sitting down? The oh, Jets have here. traded the number 13 pick, the number 42 pick, a seventh round pick, and a conditional 2024 second rounder that could potentially be a first for... Aaron Rodgers from the Packers hoop and the number 15 pick and a fifth rounder. Um, okay. Wow. Well, breaking news from Shefty just now. Um, Congratulations. Hoop. Congratulations. Hoop your thoughts. So I'm going to give you a, a minute or two to go ahead and just let me know what you think. Let the world know what you think about this. Nothing or something. Obvi- obviously it's something and it's so <laughs> fucking bad. Like I, it's, I, it's been inevitable and I've known it and it it really if if this doesn't work for the Packers, that Jordan Love pick becomes the worst draft pick of all time. Mm. Because it literally changed oh, the entire shit. course of the franchise because the, the Packers, I don't even think the Packers won this trade. Like they didn't win it. Yeah. I think the Jets won it because they got to pick swapped in the first this year. The conditional pick, yeah, maybe the Packers get a pick, a first-round pick next year, but it's going to be, what, on the back end of the first round anyway? Right. So, 
if the Packers end up having a half decent season and pick in the middle of the first and then get one at the end of the first, whatever, what like that's maybe that, and that's just a maybe. Mm-hmm. So they they flip and, and gain two spots in this year's draft at the forty second pick. Is that a lock to make a difference on your team? Right. I don't think so. In the seventh and round, so, might as well just throw it away. <laughs> and know? yeah, six, the sixth rounder throw and, and to get that, they still gave up a fifth. Yeah. So the, it, it it's just, I mean, it was bound to probably happen. don't matter. It's, I think yeah, the, exactly. The, the they're, hard thing, they're special teamers mm-hmm. or guys that get cut. Yeah. I think the hard thing with this is Rogers just saying that's where he was wanting to go and they needed to make it work. So like that kind of tied, you know, I bet and you, I, I bet that, you if I it opened up the jets a little bit, because I think, I think the Packers at that point were like, well, okay, you want to go there. But the, if they want you, they're going to give us what we want. Yeah. But the fact that they were like, yeah, we'll give you the 15th right back. Like that's. That was weird. Like, yeah. Like why? Like you're not really, you're not gaining a whole lot by moving up two spots. Mm-hmm. Cause if you really wanted that 13th pick, like you could have done it. You could have figured out another way to move up two spots, but it yeah. just, it is what it is. I mean, it, it's, it's no, I'm not, a believer that Jordan Love is the guy. I, I uh, hopefully I'm wrong. I just don't. I didn't think he was a first round pick coming out of college. I think I was on your pod and I might have said that he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Either. And, and so I I don't think he was a first round guy. They did it, and that's why I but said Zach Wilson was. As, but Zach Wilson was right. I I mean. He he sold. I right? didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Zach. I didn't think Zach Wilson was a second overall pick, but I think he. I think Zach Wilson's a better. I th- I think Zach Wilson is a was a better prospect than Jordan Love was. Yes. Now, what Jordan Love is now compared to what Zach Wilson is now might be completely different. But I also think that Zach Wilson getting shoved into a shitty Jets franchise fucked him more than it helped him. Does, and it's partly on, it's part, on him. It, it's partly on him. <laughs> You want to shit on Aaron Rodgers? That's fine. I know you and, and the Packers. Let me know when you go done. ahead. Give me, I'm, give I'm me your. Uh, give I'm me not your... happy about it. Yeah. I fucking, I'm not happy about it. I've already said the Packers will have a top ten pick for at least the next two seasons. Yeah, because of the because of this, and it will all go back to trading up to get Jordan Love. <sighs> can I go now? I'm going to give you. Uh, can you? Do you think you can do it in thirty a seconds? Okay, 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Now, you gave me a minute, so I'm going to take well, a minute. No, okay, okay. <laughs> what did you expect? The, the the day you did trade up and got Jordan Love, what the fuck did you expect? Did you expect that the Packers were going to say, did you even expect that Aaron Rodgers were going to be the starter this year? This had to happen. There was, there was, there was no way this wasn't going to happen. Take the L. You guys are fucked. You can't criticize Jordan Love. He never really got a shot. Now you're what? I, don't know I said it was inevitable. Now. Three years now, we're like, oh, we're fucked. The poor guy hasn't even had a shot. He went to Utah State. I didn't think highly of him, not especially that high. But I can't fucking criticize a guy that really hasn't gotten any playing time. And now the fucking Jets are now all of a sudden Super Bowl picks when, in fact, I think he's going to struggle over there. We'll talk about that later because now you think the Jets are great. But I think the Packers are going to be fine. I don't think they're going to go shit. I think they're going to be still in the run for second place because I ain't drinking Kool-Aid on some other fucking teams in that division. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know why you should be happy. That can't. You're cancer free. You don't want that shit in your locker room. Dude was in the NFC. How many times? Who? How many fucking oh times God. did that great quarterback break your fucking heart? And now you're crying about it. He hasn't done shit since 2009. 
We were in our fucking 20s. You want to talk about the past? We didn't fucking oh, suck. Oh, we, we, we didn't you want to talk shit about my Cowboys? You want to talk shit about my fucking past? What the fuck? I never had an Aaron Rodgers. You're going to criticize me on my undrafted Tony Romo or my fourth round pick Dak Prescott? Oh, here we you go. had a crybaby late round first pick that everybody passed up, I think, until the 24th pick. And even Alex Smith was even fucking picked over him. Get the fuck out of here. You should be happy. Fuck him. Okay. And by there the way, go. now now I got a top five quarterback in the NFC. Yeah, I said it. Why are you so mad? <laughs> why are you mad? Tell him why you mad, <laughs> son. Uh, all right. We're going to move on. Um... Who knows? I mean, maybe Aaron Rodgers in a couple of years. Maybe he's just following the Brett Favre journey and he's going to end up on the Vikings. We all know what happened with uh, Favre and Green Bay. I mean, it's a, we've seen this story before. People in Mississippi. Yeah, that's that's a whole other thing there. Yeah. That, watch, watch Jordan Love go off and fucking Hoops wearing a Jordan Love jersey by the end of the year. <laughs> It'll never happen. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. He I'm not a jersey guy for saying. one. There we go. That's I answer. wouldn't be either. Oh my god! All right, let's move on to <laughs> out that fucking team. Our top ten mock draft. Now, obviously, there's seven rounds. We're not going to do uh, even a full first round mock draft, but we're going to go through the top ten picks, which who we think will be picked, uh, and then uh, we'll go from there. So, number one pick. We talked about the trade earlier. The Panthers have the number one pick. They're essentially on the clock. Um, what do they need? They need a lot, right? Quarterback being the most glaring need. It seems like they have their pick in, but do either one of you think they take anyone besides Bryce Young? No. Even though I don't think highly of him to be the first pick overall, but I say yeah. it's going to be him. Do, do I think that? Do I think that they will take anyone else? No. Do I think they should? I still think CJ Stroud's the best quarterback in the draft. Ooh. Okay. But. They're going to take Bryce Young first. Yeah. Yep. So lock it in. Uh, 5'10 quarterback from Alabama. I mean, if you watch college football or even just kind of kind of pay attention, you would know who that is. Now, this is where it gets, it's going to get weird. Uh, Houston Texans at number two. What do they need? I mean, they almost need everything, if we're going to be real about it. Um, I. So who do they grab, right? I've seen a lot of mock drafts. Did some research. They have them taking everyone from C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Will Anderson. Who do you guys – Hoop, we'll start with you on this one. Who do you think they take? I, I think that they're going to do the right thing, which is hard to say because they're the Texans. I'm going to say that they do take C.J. Stroud second. But okay. I, I say that with a big – a big asterisk that it, I wouldn't be surprised to see them take someone else or trade that pick away. Yeah. I, um, I feel like trading the, cause let's be real. Like is Davis mills awful? Is he bad? They, they could, they need a lot of other things on this team. Right. Um, I feel like they can get by with Davis mills if they could just add other things. Now is CJ Stroud going to like, change their organization, maybe. So maybe they take them. But, Chacon, what do you think? I mean, it's the second pick overall. If anybody that's a quarterback is going to be picked that high, you weren't going to go in a good situation. You are going to be fucked. You, didn't, you weren't going to have anything. So, as expected, as we just said, yeah, I think it is going to be C.J. Stroud. If you expect him 
to change that fucking team in three years. It's not going to happen. Maybe I could be wrong. He, he might be a Trevor Lawrence. I don't see it. You know, I think he's great. I don't see him mm-hmm. as a second pick overall, but I think if I'm Houston, I mean, you have to, I mean, you can't ride with Davis Mills. I mean, are you, I don't think we're all sold on him. I think he's a good average quarterback, mm-hmm. but they need a fucking quarterback and looking at the quarterbacks is what's available. You're the second pick overall. These are those decisions where you, you have to yeah. have to. Yeah. All right. We'll lock in CJ Stroud there. Uh, number three, Arizona Cardinals. What do they need? Uh, offensive line, some defensive line action corner, uh, possibly a receiver if DeAndre Hopkins is moved, right? So there's still a lot of talk about that. There's going to, there's inevitably, inevitably, wow, going to be some trades on uh, draft day. So indubitably. Indubitably. Um, so <laughs> uh, what would you say here, Chacon? Who do the Cardinals take at three? They're hurting on defense. They just lost JJ Watt. Um, Arizona, because look, I got some notes on them, right? Yep. So they only had one guy in double digits in sacks last year, and that was J.J. <laughs> Watt. He's fucking gone, okay? I gave you some other names. Some people might know him. Some people might not, okay? And most of them are linebackers. So like Zach Allen, Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. we're talking five and four six or five and, and four sacks, right? Five and a half for Allen, four sacks for Simmons. So Yikes. they were bottom nine in sacks, okay? Mm-hmm. They had 36 sacks. Some people might think that's a lot. It's really not, okay? They need a fucking DN. They're going to get Will Anderson. It's a must. You can't pass up on this guy. He's going to the Cardinals. There you go. Hope you agree. That 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 is who I have pegged there. I've I've seen some other ones with the D end or the edge rusher out of Texas Tech, but mm-hmm. I think that Will Anderson is the right pick there. Okay. Yep. I'm with you guys. That's who I had as well. Uh, number four, Chacon's Colts. His AFC team that. Um, God, what was it, Chacon? 13 wins last year? Nobody cares. That was last Crazy. year. We it still, was, you're right. New year. New year, new year, new year. New year, new year. We're talking about the past. We're so what do the Colts need? They for sure need a quarterback. <laughs> uh, they need some corners. They need an O-line. So I have my thoughts on this pick, but uh, let's see. Let's who, who do you have them taking here at four? I, I, I know that it was said that Ursay like, like he loves Will the Levis kid out of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I think this is where Chacon's boy Richardson goes. Mm-hmm. Anthony Chacon. Richardson, quarterback, Florida. There you go, Chacon. Hey, you're not gonna like my answer because this is the pick where I get fucked. This is the <laughs> this is the interesting. Pick Why do you get? Fucked? I already like it <laughs> because because I'm gonna be wrong. Okay, because I'm because how it's gonna happen is. They need a quarterback, like he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this quarterback that I'm about to say is this is too high of a pick, and something could happen where I feel that they could get him, you know, maybe middle of the draft. Yeah. And I don't feel good about saying this because I I would love for them to get Richardson, but Richardson won't be ready, and they're gonna get Will Levis. Mm-hmm. You could they I don't I don't know what it is. I think maybe it's just me. I don't know. I don't know shit. Right. Because he's a white really quarterback good. in Indianapolis. That's I, what it is. No, I didn't say that, Doug. That's what you're thinking, I, though. I know you. Can you I just That's can't see Jim Richardson in the Colts uniform. Yeah. I can't see him in it. I just can't. You know what? You're right. It could be that. But <laughs> I see Will. Now, I, I don't know why I just struggle saying fourth pick overall, Will Levis. All I'm yeah. going to say is I see Willis, Will Levis in a Colts uniform. Because it's and fucking stupid it and it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't Levis like it. Levis is not a top four talent. Exactly. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. 
I um I'm I agree with both of you. So my thought is that they're going to take Levis, but if you're going to take a quarterback, just try to shoot for the stars and take Richardson because after obviously Young and Stroud, I mean he has the highest ceiling, right? So yeah, but not on a not on a team like that. Well, I mean that, again, that team their, needs a lot. Their run game is decent, which mm-hmm. does help with the process. True. Very true. Uh, but, so, I, but Will I, Levis is that he's that traditional under center quarterback, which I feel that the Colts are going to want that, right? Yeah. And the offensive line is not the greatest. They're getting older. You know, yeah, their tough. best offensive lineman can't stay healthy. So I'm actually happy because Richardson, the guy that I like the most, is I'm happy for him because now he will probably play for a better team or have a better opportunity of succeeding in his career. So he won't just like you know. RG three in the league, like some people. Oh my god! Okay, we're gonna so move on. I'm, I'm happy. No, that... I'm gonna fucking mute you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about the present. Why are we talking about the past? Super past. Um. Yeah. So I mean, it has to be a quarterback there, Levis or Richardson. I have my thoughts. I think they'll take Levis. I'd rather them take Richardson. Number five, Seattle Seahawks. They don't need a quarterback, right? Uh, what do they need? Pretty much a whole D line. Uh, you know, someone on the edge there, maybe a corner. Let's see. Who did we go with last? I think I started with Chacon, right? Or no, he started with, 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 with me last. Okay. So I'm Chacon. the even numbers. Chacon's the odd. There we go. There, that makes sense. Chacon, who you got at number five for the Seahawks? Another scary situation as far as me predicting in this draft, because this is a team I could see easily trading down. Mm-hmm. Um, me looking at their team and seeing what's available, it's kind of tough because they desperately need a tight end, which they're not going to go high on. They right. def- desperately need a running back because Kenneth Walker is really the only running back on that team other than DJ Dallas. So they're not going to go that high. So I can see them trading down, but I'm going to assume they're not. And they have to take the best available player. Mm-hmm. And that secondary is eh, suspect. Adams, we don't we can't rely on them anymore. And one of my favorite players actually in this top five that I actually really like that I'd rather get other than Will Anderson in the top five is – the, uh, I don't know if it's Devon Weatherspoon or Devin Weatherspoon, but I like him Devin. from Illinois. Mm, there you go. Okay. All right. Hoop. I I have I have them going Jalen Carter D line. Ooh. Okay. The big dude, big dude from Georgia. Yep. Okay. Um, I had uh, Tyree Wilson here from Texas Tech. Uh, that so that all- was one I went back and forth on with. Yeah. Like I could see that one too because. I think edge rushers make such a difference mm-hmm. in games. So the only reason why I, the only reason why I held back on the DN is because they got the and they got the kid from or you know from Denver, and I felt that they weren't too bad in that area. But if you look at the secondary, other than Diggs a safety, yeah, I mean if you looked at some of their cornerbacks, I mean it's pretty bad. And this guy being Pete Carroll, maybe he wants his like fucking uh, Legion of Boom back. And this is the hard hitter. This guy, I just, if you watch some of his highlights, man, this guy's a headhunter. He's yeah. a physical back, and he'll go through any fucking offensive lineman and take your head off. So that's why go. I said what I said. But they do need that help. Okay. Uh, so we shall see. That'll be fun. We all have someone different there. Uh, maybe we can, you know, bet a dollar or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Times are hard out here. Uh, let's move on to number six, Detroit Lions. This is from the L.A. Rams originally. Uh, what do they need? Uh, probably a defensive tackle, linebacker, maybe uh, one more corner. They did bring in two corners this offseason, so I don't know if they necessarily need that. Um, 
Let's see. I almost want to give my pick, but I won't. Hoop, what do you have to the Lions? Or who do you have to the Lions? Excuse me. This is where I have Witherspoon going. Okay. I have him going to the Lions. Okay, perfect. Uh, Chacon? I lied. Wait, oh. No, I didn't. Nope. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. I was no. reading what I wrote down wrong. No, you're okay. Uh, oh, Chacon. Oh, God, I didn't even notice he got knocked out. Oh, that was, I was wondering why it was so quiet. So quiet I mean, and calm. Peaceful. Hey, while, while he's reconnecting, he's I'll back. Go, oh, you back, Chacon? I, I don't know what the hell happened. Okay. I was like, man, it's so calm in here. Because uh, I had my notes up. I didn't know. Right, I don't know. I was just listening and then I got. No, it's okay. Uh, so, who do you have going to Detroit, Chacon? Number six. So, this one's another team that some people are sold on and I'm still struggling on some of the things that they need. Cause you look at their roster and my opinion, uh, I'm seeing that they need some receivers desperately. Mm. Uh, they did resign Marvis, Marvin Jones back. And I look at these receivers and you, there's guys I've never even heard of Doug. I don't know shit about oh, here we Maurice go. Alexander Benson, Stanley Barry Hill. I mean, these guys, come on other than St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, get the fuck out of here. But, <laughs> they have to get what's best available. And what I feel is going to be best available is they're going to go after Jalen Carter, Georgia. Yeah. That, wow. Okay. You, you swerved right there, but that's also, who, that's also who I have them picking is, is Carter. Uh, he just, you know, it feels like a Dan Campbell guy, you know what I mean? A little bit of off, off the field concerns and, but he doesn't give a fuck. Um, all right. Number seven, the I had to write this down because you know how many times I said I say Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so what do they need? A corner, probably a, a tackle, obviously a tight end now. Uh, Chacon, who do you have the Raiders taking? Uh, one of my favorite players. It's actually in the draft that I actually wish my Cowboys were able to get, but because we're not that shitty. And we won't be able to get uh, Christian Gonzalez, cornerback, Oregon. Mm. They're absolutely hurting bad in the secondary. Uh, again, let me throw some stats at you: as <laughs> six interceptions last year. Okay, Yikes. and total, total. Okay, yeah. their leader in interceptions, Deron Harmon. Do you know who that is, Doug? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's a ten-year vet with two interceptions last year. Mm. So they they need they need help. So yeah. Christian Gonzalez, Oregon. Okay, that's who I have as well. Uh, Hoop, who do you got there at number seven for the Raiders? Do you want me to agree with Chacon? Because I can see that as a real possibility. <laughs> Whatever or you got other. on your on your mock, yeah. We, I'll, I'll I'll go with I, I have I have multiple names in some of the spots, but Christian Gonzalez, we'll go with him. Okay, because their de- their 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 defense is they're Bad. shit. They're horrible. Yeah, think about that. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, that is bad. Uh, moving on, number eight, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they needed another edge rusher, D tackle, cornerback. Um, I think, I think this to me is like, uh, you know, just reading through different things, trying to figure out what these guys need. This might be the most unpredictable pick. I could see them for some reason taking that running back. Uh, what was it Robinson from Texas? But they were the worst team in the league at getting to the quarterback. The absolute worst. And I think they need to take the best possible, like D tackle or edge rushers. So uh, I'll just give my pick first here, and then we'll go to hoop. I went with Miles Murphy from Clemson. This is where I have Tyree Wilson going. 
Mm, you, okay. had, you had him going earlier, so this this is where I have him going. He's he's going to head to Atlanta. There we go. Chacon? Nolan Smith, Georgia. And why? Because they yeah, definitely. Uh, the only veteran they have is Grady Jarrett, eight year vet. Mm. Other than that, Calias Campbell at tackle. Let's see, Taquan Graham, Timmy Horn, Joe Gaziano. They need a fucking edge rusher. I never even heard of the last three. And <laughs> I was going to say Georgia Gaziano. <laughs> Nolan Smith, Atlanta. All right, there we go. Uh, number nine pick will be the Bears, obviously, with that trade. <clears throat> Excuse me, with the Panthers. They need an O-lineman, probably a pass rusher. Uh, Chacon, who do you have the Bears taking here at nine? Definitely an offensive lineman. Yeah. Justin Fields is their best running back and is running for his life. <laughs> um, looking at their depth chart today, their uh, left tackle, do you know who that is, Doug? Uh, you it's couldn't. a guy named Braxton no. Jones or mm. John. Sorry, from Southern Utah University. From Southern Utah. All right, represent, okay. baby. Let's look at the other side. Tevin Jenkins can't stay healthy. Uh, let's see, Alex Leatherhood. Who? And then you have like a Larry Baroom. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> Anyways, God. these other guys are garbage. So they need help. Desperately need help. And they're going to take the kid from Northwestern, Peter. Skoronsky. I don't know. Skoronsky. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I got. I have him going there as well. Doug, quit looking at my phone, cheater. I'm not, that's exactly what I have. Hoop, what do you got? I I have an offensive tackle, but it's a different one. It's Broderick Jones from Georgia. Oh, okay. There you go. For the same reason, though, like they yeah. they need help on the O line. Yeah, they they for, if they don't take an offensive lineman here, then there's you know, pray for Justin Fields. Still be uh, the second worst GM in the division because Brian Gutekunst <laughs> is still around. <laughs> um, all right, number ten to round out our top ten mock draft, Philly. Um, I will just kind of tell you guys what I think. I think they're going to trade it, but I do too. If they happen I mean, to make a pick, we all agree they're going to trade down. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say if if they uh, let me just say if they keep the pick, they gotta just take the best possible person at this uh, at this spot. They have two DBs that are decent, but I think they're getting old. So this is where I had uh, Witherspoon. So out of Illinois, but go ahead, uh, Hoop. What are your thoughts on this one? They trade this pick, and this is part of the the rumored deal with Tennessee for Derrick Henry. And Tennessee is going to have this spot, and Tennessee is going to take Bijan Robinson. Oh shit! I like that. Well, no, I don't like that. I don't like the Derrick Henry. Let <laughs> <laughs> me be clear. I hate and that. That makes no yeah. sense, though. Why would they need a running back? They already have one. Oh, here you go. Jalen Hurts is their best running back. Yeah. See, okay. why would they want? Is he though? No, well, he wouldn't be if Derrick Henry was there. Yeah. You know what well, my thoughts? Why would you want a running a quarterback like that? He's best known for what? Fucking running. Okay. Anyway, when I re- hoop, when I realized that the Eagles I, had the I number would, ten pick, I was like, Jesus if Christ! I knew, <laughs> if I knew where this was going to go, I would have I would have looked up quarterback <laughs> stats, like for a couple quarterbacks in that division. To compare side by side, I'd love you to do that because you're only going to sell Jalen Hurts off of one year. 
So go ahead. Well, bring that, it, and it was the most Juan the most recent year, right? The yeah. most yeah. recent year. Oh, now we're not. Oh, okay, now we're doing oh, that. Oh, oh, okay. oh, let's forget about past stats. Yeah. <laughs> still I got me cool past stats are awesome. <laughs> he won so much cool shit. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Well, as much as I'm not confident with my guy right now, he's still a top five quarterback in the NFC. That's a fact. Thanks to your boy leaving to New York. Anyways, let's talk about this. I can't Someone call him out of town. about him. Yeah. They were in the Super Bowl, so I'm going to be very nice and can't okay. shit on them now. Wow. But there's That's a lot of need. They're definitely – well, I shouldn't say there's a, there's a lot of need. They have vets that are getting older that will need to be replaced. Uh, they definitely need a defensive end. They need some linebackers because they got some little boy linebackers now. <laughs> and uh, they lost some safeties. They're, you know, the shit talker Gardner Johnson's gone. So – I know this is going to be crazy. I don't like that it's the 10th pick overall, but I see him as an eagle. So if something was to happen, I'm just going to say, fuck it. This is who they're going to get when they have a chance. Maybe they still trade down. I'm going to go Brian Branch, safety Alabama. Okay. All right. Um, I do. I don't know if you want me to read these, but I do have the stats in front of me comparing um, last season. Oh, yeah, just last season? Cool. No, you don't want me to read it? Go ahead. What which stat do you want? Uh, do the last game the Cowboys Eagles played stats? Oh, I didn't. I, I'm talking oh about the season God. stats for Christ. Oh, Never God. mind. We're gonna move on. Okay, we're gonna. I move thought on. you were talking shit. Yeah. My bad. No, my apologies. God. Jesus Christ. He, you knew he was gonna handpick a game that favored him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not the overall outcome. No, fuck that. <laughs> Give me that one. Give me the second quarter. Doug, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> from the okay. ten minute mark to the four minute mark. Doug, say what you have to say. Hurry up. No, no, no. That's fine. We're going to move on. I don't want to belabor this because we, we're going to, you know, when the season does start, we're going to have a long, long preview. Oh, boy. And you're going to have, we're going to give you your time, okay? I'm going to be uh, very careful this time. Yeah, okay. Uh, just don't pick any team, um, name the Colts to That's win 13 trash. games. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. And they'll win 12 games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Um, I don't have anything for this, but if you guys could uh, give me a couple of sleepers, Maybe you can go back and forth. We can start with Chacon. Chacon, give me uh, one of your sleepers for the draft. Okay. So I'm not going to give you a lot because, you know, I'm obsessed with this shit. And uh, I got to keep it simple. But can, can, I give you, can I give you three, Doug? Is, is that too much? Sure. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Okay. So on the defensive side, I, I like one guy. Um, but... I don't know why, okay? This is a sleeper. He might even be a second, third-round pick, so I'm, it might not be that much of a sleeper. Uh, but Dayon Henley, linebacker, Washington, or Washington okay. State, I apologize. There's just something about him. He gives you that, like, shifty, quicker, Bobby Wagner, just dominant, physical mm. fucking back that's always in every play. And I don't know. I just I like him a lot, and... uh Hopefully, some way, somehow, in the second round, maybe he falls to my boys. But I think that guy's going to be somebody we're going to be talking to about. And maybe I'm wrong because you always make fun of me when I say remember the name. Let's, you know, I don't make fun of you. Guy. I just like to bring yeah, it I up. Know. It backfires a lot with me. But yeah. maybe I'm wrong. I like Chosen him now. As far as, yeah, Go shut ahead. up, Doug. Um, <laughs> he's still in the league. Just to say, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. But uh, now I'm going to be biased. I apologize to the to my friends and family because they know I'm just always bragging up my boys at UCLA. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, Zach Charbonnet, man. I have a man crush. This is my man crush when it comes to running backs, like Trevor Lawrence was quarterbacks of mine. So Zach Charbonnet 
is that Eddie don't tell his friends he loves them, but has a man Eddie crush. George yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of running backs in this fucking draft. Eddie George. This guy is going to be a fucking thumper. He's old school. Come get some. And I absolutely love Zach Charbonnet. But again, maybe I'm, maybe he's going second, third. Yeah, okay. this is maybe not so much of a sleeper. Second and third round pick, you know. Mm. But the last one is, again, I'm sorry I'm being biased because I watched them and I just love my Bruins. Uh, oh, here we go. <clears throat> I'm just Tight saying. End. Nope. Bobo. Oh. Bobo. Bobo. Just remember the Isn't name. Is he a tight end? Is he no, a tight he's end? a receiver. Transfer from Duke. Uh, my boy Bobo. And you're going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Guys, Google it. Okay? Can this I get a guy's full name? Be- Jake Bobo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this guy is going to be the Cooper Cup of the draft. Wow. Now, I'm not saying he's Cooper Cup. Okay. Holy but I'm moly. saying he's the potential Cooper Cup of the draft. This is my boy. So I'm going to go with UCLA. Oh, I should say those two. Not my quarterback, though. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that later. I'm just going to go with but the entire roster that's entering no, no, the draft. No, no, no. See, I was from... real. I, didn't, I left him out. But that's it. California. Okay, Hoop, do you have any sleepers that aren't on UCLA by chance? Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Yes, I... Oh, I think we're losing Hoop. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, just, I know. I got to accept that fucking Rodgers with the Jets. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> um, so I've got, I've got, I, I took one offense and one defense. And I too did take a little bias into this. And so I did, I, I did do it. If you it's do a BYU player, if it's fucking Jackson Hill, I'm hanging up. <laughs> Who? Was First of all, the, oh no, it's Jared, uh, Jared yeah, Hall. Sorry. Fuck no. Yeah, sorry. No. Okay, sorry. First of all, they don't even know his name. Okay, I'll stand on that hill for life. He's never healthy. Sorry, I don't even know his fucking name. Well, you let the the man talk. BYU, who's not even LDS, that guy. Jesus. Okay. I'll I'll go with this one first to get out of the way, but Clark Phillips, the corner from Utah. The dude had nothing but – he had nothing but production. And when when Utah was playing Ohio State and getting torched, he was the one DB not getting torched. I do remember He had a pick in that game, right? And, and so he, he has nothing but production undersized a little bit, but if you put him, he'll, he's, he's as good technically as any corner in the league. He's just not physically statured the same. So that's number one. My offensive guy is Jaden Reed, the receiver from Michigan state. Oh, okay. Um, he, he's, he flies and he's not, he's not big. But again, like I'm big on slot receivers making a huge difference. I, I would comp- he would be Cooper Cup comparable. Oh my god, okay. he's better than Jake Bobo. We'll put it that way. We'll find out by a long, long way. Keep this fucking recording, Doug. Well, it's it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> out there. Forever. Oh yeah, duh. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, gotta keep go. it. It's yeah. Kept. There you go. Jake Bobo from New Jersey. He's going to be a fucking Packer and fucking hoops. He's finally going to buy a jersey, and it's going to be Jake Bobo and Jordan Love. If Jake Bobo becomes a thousand yard receiver for the Packers, I'll buy a fucking jersey for him. Let me tell you you something. I just hope he's in the league a long time so we can keep saying his goddamn name. (laughs) Doug, 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 Doug. With a name like that, how do you not have him on your roster? Even if he's going to at least have four or five years with that name. 
yeah. at least. Yeah. He's going to make the team. He's got to have Bobo. <laughs> you laugh and wait till you see him fucking play. I can't hey, wait. Hey, that's fine. I'm not I mad. think he's good. Yeah. God. I, I mean, you can deride him all you want. I don't think he's that good, but he's good. <laughs> deride him. Uh, Hoop, did you have one more or that was the last one? There? It was just the two. Just the okay. two. Okay, perfect. Um, before we leave, obviously all of our teams have picks. Um, what do you want your team to take in the first round? Uh, Hoop, start with you. Jackson Smith and Jigba receiver of Ohio mm. State. And I can see it happening because of spite. Hey, we never <laughs> took a receiver in the first round. Until- Here you go. So fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love, we give you, I think, is the best receiver in the draft, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, That's funny. That's what I want. I want that to happen. So when we draft an actual quarterback in a couple years, he'll be developed. (laughs) Okay, got it. Chacon, what about you? So with the trade, what was your pick? What was the trade? I'm sorry. It went from 15 to 13. Okay, so... Yeah, you're not going to get him because the team ahead of you is going to get him. Houston's going to take him, so so we can just kill that. Um, as far as I just my said, team what goes, do you want? Okay, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as my team, what I believe they're going to do, but what I want. So what they're going to do is, I feel that if Jameer Gibbs is there, they're going to draft him. I um, I wouldn't mind him. The dude looks like a stud, but. Again, me as a biased Bruins fan, what I would rather have is my guy, Michael Myers, a.k.a. AKA the next Jason Witten, Jay Novacek, Michael Mayer. Talk shit, Doug. I want that guy uh, on my fucking team. We need a stud tight end who can fucking just bully motherfuckers. You want the second best tight end? And then Zach Charbonne in the second round. Let's go. Can I give uh, context to everyone listening to this that may not (laughs) follow follow Chacon on social media? Chacon had the thirstiest story post to this kid. Uh, what was his name again? Mason? <laughs> Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Okay. Um, Michael Mayer. Yeah, Mayer. There you go. Uh, it was like prayer hands with his picture, with the guy's picture, and he tagged the kid, which like is weird enough. And then the, what song it's did you really have? He's a kid. He's an adult. <laughs> Is is he in, like twenty twenty one something like that? Um, what song did you have playing? It was something from Mariah Carey. Like all That's I want for Christmas is not. you. What was That's it? That's a fucking lie. But you know what? On draft day, I'm gonna get a Michael Myers fucking mask with the uh-huh. Halloween theme song okay. with my Dallas Cowboys jersey, and it's gonna happen. I feel okay. well. That's what I want. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's what I want. It's not okay. gonna happen, but that's what I want. Yeah. Um, I should have screenshot the post because then I could put it on the cover for people to see. People wouldn't even give a fuck. They wouldn't even know what I was doing. They're probably thinking this white dude that he's posting doing some interview. They wouldn't even know who the fuck it was, Doug. I'm saying that if they listened to this and then they saw it, they would understand. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, there we Baby go. Gronk. Baby Gronk. Baby Gronk. Baby Gronk. Who uh, do you want, Doug? Yes. Doug, who do you want? So number 16, it's kind of a tough spot. Um, but Not really. I think, the most, I think the most uh, – I think the most Sorry, realistic Doug. pick of of who will be available at this spot and who I would take would be Joey Porter Jr. Because um, we do need a corner. A good pick. Yeah, do need a corner for sure. Uh, I have two other guys that I think would be cool, you know, in case, like, for whatever reason, 
Porter's taken and this guy's available. I'm, I'd rock with Kincaid. We need a tight end, but I don't think 16 will be there. I was going to say. Yeah. I'd I'd, I, he'll be there at 16. You think? He'll be there at 16. Okay. I think so. Um, Not really. He'll be in Green Bay. <laughs> or if there's a way, like I'm all about ceiling, right? And I already talked about this guy. He's going to be gone. But in some weird, random way of, uh, of maybe a trade or whatever, maybe he slips, I'd be down for Richardson. You know, I'm a Sam Howell believer, but you need that, that guy. Oh, wow. Um, but no, I think in all reality, Joey Porter Jr. would, would be the guy that I would want and that should be available at that spot. But Kincaid, though. it's been Porter you know, will be gone. He's going to New England. <sighs> Sorry, uh, yeah, okay. Maybe... Um, yeah, well, thank you guys. I um, this has been fun. <laughs> Thanks for Chacon just shitting on <laughs> anything no, you say. Yeah, exactly. No, but for real, this was great. Um, obviously, we'll be back in a couple of months to cover the NFL season. I mean, there's still going to be a lot of trades that happen. If you remember last year, there the the who was it? AJ Brown, remember was traded. That kind of shifted things, right? A bit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the right, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. That's all that matters. They were up yeah. ten, and they um, lost to a fucking quarterback that had a broken ankle. It's all good. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we head out? Hoop, I'll start with you. Anything you want to uh, say before we talk to you next? Uh, when this for the season preview in what would that be? August? We'd probably do that. Uh, I don't get to talk to you till August. Uh, the, <laughs> the the listeners, I think. I don't know. I don't know. You can come on. We can talk. Whatever. Hey, let's let's live stream when you come to my daughter's graduation slash birthday party. There we go. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Can do that. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. that. But no, I appreciate you guys. Fucking have a good one. Um, Fuck the Cowboys. Go, Pat, go. go. There you go. Uh, Chacon? I don't have to reply to that. I I don't have hate for the Packers. (laughs) I disliked your quarterback that you had, but... I mean, I'm not a hater like that towards your team. I hope that Jordan Love does oh, great fuck. and backfires, <laughs> that you talk shit about him, that you don't have no confidence. You know, I, I thought you were big on who wins the Super Bowl players first, that played Jordan for local Love college teams. Oh. Right now, I can't answer that. I'm still hurting on that, okay? <laughs> right now, I'm still pissed off about that performance that I witnessed live, okay? Yeah. So I don't want to get into that right now. And especially when I walked out of the fucking stadium missing the last, very last fucking play of my former running back, forgot his name, and they fucked him over like that. It's but either way, missed, it's better you missed yes. it live. But you yes. know what? You're getting Michael Myers this year, and you're going yes. to the Super Bowl. Right? I have my fucking theme song ready, Doug, with the mask. I'm gonna have to come borrow it because it's happening, motherfucker. Yeah. All right, I'm down. All right, oh. fellas, thank you very much. Appreciate you again. The draft starts this Thursday, and then we get all seven rounds following that. So, all right, fellas, have a good night. Thank you very much again. Talk to you soon. Peace. Hey Alexa, can you show me a new barber? Don't worry, I got you. Boogie Down Barbershop in Taylorsville is now open. Anything from gentleman's cuts, taper, fade, or if you want to treat yourself to a nice hot towel shave, Boogie Down Barbershop has you covered. Cuts for men and kids. Book your appointment today at boogiedownbarbershop.com. As we continue to celebrate hip-hop's 50th birthday, 
Today, we focus on the 25-year anniversary of Big Pun's Capital Punishment album. Christopher Lee Rios, a.k.a. Big Pun, was an MC from the Bronx who was discovered by Fat Joe. He would make his first appearance on Fat Joe's 1995 album, Jealous One's Envy, and in 1997 would sign to Fat Joe's label, Terror Squad. In 1998, April 28th to be exact, Capital Punishment, the debut album from Big Pun, would be released in adventure with RCA Records, Loud Records, and of course, Fat Joe's Terror Squad Productions. The album peaked at number five on the Billboard Hot 200 and number one on the top R&B albums charts for two weeks. It was nominated for Best Rap Album at the 1999 Grammy Awards, but lost to Jay-Z's Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. This was also the first solo Latin hip-hop album to go platinum, known for the lead single, Still Not a Player, featuring Joe. But this album is so much more than just that one single. So I wanted to bring on my close friend, Michael Steady Rock Martinez, who is a huge big pun fan, to talk about this album, talk about pun, as well as Latinos and hip hop. So without further ado, here we go. Do you want me to say anything now? Are you going to use the video? No, I won't use the video. You just audio. I could use video if you do something really funny, but uh, as you hear his voice what, there, that is, <laughs> can I do the fuck? Can I, yeah. can we, uh, like I said, just a moment ago, I was going to bring on uh, my good buddy, Michael Martinez, AKA steady rock uh, to talk a little bit about capital punishment, talk a little bit about big pun. Uh, and then we're going to talk some, you know, Latino MCs, Latinos and hip hop that he looked up to, that he thinks that you should check out as well, as well as uh, I do. So, first off, Mike, thank you for joining again. Uh, how's everything hey. going? Hola, papi's good, eh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, everything's good. I'm excited for this one. This is, uh, you know, we don't get, a, we get love, but I, I don't, we don't get the love in hip hop that we deserve, especially for Big Punt. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I agree. I agree. Um, so let's start there. Capital punishment, right? I've already told the people when it came out, all that good stuff. Uh, but let's dive into that album. What does that album mean to you? Coming up on the 25th anniversary of its release. Really just, I mean, that's an album that will be in my top 10 forever. So just give you some background. Big puns in my top five all time. Yeah. You know this, most people know me know this, um, but Capital Punishment, the lyricism on that, uh, I mean, Dream Shatter, I remember when I first heard that, um, and I, you know, I didn't appreciate it in 90, was it 98? You know, okay, yep. I'm sorry, it, it came out early on, I was listening to it, obviously, I, I loved um, Still Not a Player, everything like that. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, a couple months after, started to, you know, because that's how it was in, in, uh, in, you know, around those times in back in our high, day, high school, like back in our day, you know, you always <laughs> listen to those album cuts. Um, but once we started to dig into it, me and uh, actually it was when I was at Murray, my boy, you know, JG, right? Sure. Uh, shout out to James Garcia, Barber, um, Austin's Barbershop. Um, but we literally <laughs> sat down, read the lyrics and 
like drink shatter. My, my mind was blown. Yeah. And I was like, we have a we have a Latino that are, is putting it down. I mean, you know, we have we have Cypress Hill and right. you know, uh, just to name a few, but Han was up there on the pedestal of lyricism, you know, follow, you know, next came the M&Ms and, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. But uh, yeah, just the lyricism on that album, it cannot be touched. And it's been remixed and, you know, yeah. redone over the years. Right. Uh, but yeah, th- this album is just it's a classic album. Why it was not included on, and I had to double check this, Rolling Stones, top 100 hip-hop albums in history. It's not on there. I'll, I'll tell really? you some bullshit that's on there. No, no, no. It's not on there. Wow. Now, uh, I love Sound Bombing 2 by Rockus. That's on there. Okay. Capital that, Punishment's not, not on there. Better. Yeah, okay. Um, Roxanne shot take Bad Sisters on there. Pun- uh, Capital Punishment's not on there. It's like, and this is the top 100 hip hop albums of all time. This is uh, the top 200. Oh my! The no, top, it, you, the, you have to. You no, have to be nuts. Yeah, I am on. I'm literally on uh, Rolling Stone right now, and I had to double Rolling check. Like, yeah, Stone is trolling. They they when it came out, they gave it four out of five stars, uh, which is, you know, pretty close with what a, like the source gave it four mics. A lot of other places, yeah. LA Times, three out of four stars. So a lot of people hold this in high regard. I'm I can't believe it's not in their top two hundred. Rolling Stone is just just they're bugging full of shit. It's your boy. Um, but um go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say um one of the first like quick verses I, I ever learned and was able to recite twins deep cover. Mm-hmm. I figure we do it for the fans. Do you know Joe's part? I'll do. You it just right want now. to do it now, just right off the <laughs> off the rip. <laughs> no, but seriously, that 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 verse, that first verse, is is iconic, and it just took what Dre and Snoop did and just you know uh, shot that up to the moon. It was crazy. Yeah. I wonder what that clearance was like to you because it's the same, the exact same instrumental as you know the original as Deep Cover. So I wonder if they just was like, hey, can we use this? And like what all went into that? Because you didn't, especially with how close it was, because I think what was deep covered? 92, I think. And this is in 98. So it's just six years mm-hmm. later. But yeah, they flipped it. Yeah. Uh, I love that song. Um, <laughs> one thing that stuck out. It's to one me, of the only versions that, that are better, in my opinion, than the original. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with by, that. By, by far. I'd agree with that. Sorry. The, Sorry, the one thing far. that stuck out to me on this, and it's it's often forgotten uh, with '90s hip hop albums, is the the awkward sex skit, right? Taster's Choice, track four, right before "Still Not a Player," where he's got the two ladies, you know, and they're doing different things. Um, that was like a mainstay in '90s albums. Big had it on his. Uh, Dre had it on the Chronic. A lot of nasty. albums where you're like, you're like. <sighs> Like now you're like, why is this on here? <laughs> but back then everyone did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's actually a good point. I mean, now, like now, like we were like, oh shit, this is crazy. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Cause when you're a kid, that's <laughs> oh, something but else. Isn't it weird to think about most likely like nowadays kids wouldn't even give a shit. They're okay. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to only fans. Yeah, no, there's a lot on Google. I can do. There's that. a lot of things I can yeah, find you know online. I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Back then, um, but Dre's man, you're bringing. Damn, yeah, that was nasty. Um, uh, 
some of my favorite songs on here, and I'm sure there's some of yours as well, but obviously super super lyrical with Black Thought, where he kind of, I mean, he hangs, he's with Black Thought the whole time, and if you look at Black Thought now, and maybe it wasn't so much then, but now he's highly regarded as one of the, you know, the best MCs ever in, in some people's eyes. I love Beware, uh, Beware the, f- the first actual song that uses the Shook Ones um, sample. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously still not a player is just a huge song that even I still play today when I'm DJing parties of or, course. or whatever. And people know what time it is. That's what I'm saying. That's a, that's a classic joint that's going to live forever. And it's not on the top 200. I don't get it. That doesn't make sense. What are some of your other favorite songs? I know you had already mentioned, um, the dream shatter produced by Domingo, by the way, interestingly enough. Oh yeah. Domingo yeah. discussion the other day. Yep. Uh, you ain't a killer is i mean yeah the beat and everything i mean just so 90 so raw and yep. again he, he he just puts it down but really when you think of uh dream shatter just to just to give you an idea ayo i shattered dreams like jordan assault bad of your team the squad you know we bought from rap like adam and eve in the garden i'm carving my initials on your forehead so every night before bed you see the bp shine off the board head reverse that <laughs> Damn, like that's who he was. And you know what I was just watching? Um, you remember when Trinidad fought um fought De La Hoya? Yeah. I remember well, well I remember I, I don't I believe I watched it, but I do remember that fight. Yeah, yeah, my uncles would always get the fight, so we were watching it and Pun and Joe walked Trinidad out. So you remember wow. he had this straw hat on and they did the deep cover. And mm. I remember Pun in the in the can't see me, but Pun is hanging on the ropes because I mean, by this He's time, a, my my guy was a big boy. Uh, you remember back in the day, he was uh, he was slimmer. Yeah, you know, he was a little. You see those old pictures, and it doesn't look it doesn't even look like the same person. <laughs> he was eating well. He was eating well. But, <laughs> yeah, he he was on the ropes, um, but you know he still could spit. He spit those live as as big as mm-hmm. he was. But and if you've ever had a Puerto Rican food, we've had Puerto Rican food. We were in Puerto Rico. Remember Mofongo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Um, one thing I love about Pun, the way he raps, is when he c- catches his breath mid-verse. <sighs> <laughs> but he keeps going. You know, and for a big dude like that to be able to have that type of control uh, is just crazy. But I agree with you. This is definitely a classic album. Going back and listening to it this past week, the only thing that stood out um, where I wouldn't put it like an untouchable, like all-time top album is just the skits because there's so many of them. But again, in the 90s, that's kind of how it was. You get a lot of albums with a lot of skits. Like I think there's six or seven, six skits total on this album. Uh, You talked about You Ain't a Killer. There's a skit before and after. (laughs) Well, see, it's like a movie. He was ahead of his time. He's He's the Tarantino of albums. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's, he's telling the story, but yeah, I, I agree. You know, back then I wouldn't listen to the skits. I wouldn't I would either. Always, usually skip them. N- Unless it was a I'll, mad rapper. I'll, if it's a mad rapper skit, I always yeah, listen. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember this one, but, uh, glamour life with fat Joe. So I actually reused that sample. We, we never made a song of it, but I actually did a beat with that sample. Cause it was so good. Mm. So I'm I had almost out. all of, uh, the original Terror Squad, I think. Cuban Link was on there. Armageddon. Obviously, Fat Joe. Oh, man, yeah. 
Him and Cuban Link had a couple joints where, uh, you know, even on the, the, you know, his next album, dude, for a guy to come out with two albums like that back to back is untouchable. How do you not put either of those in the top 200 albums? Yeah. I mean, for sure. And this one, I, I, mean, I love, I love his second album. I love, uh, I love his second album, but I, this one is to me is better. And I think it's, it's insane yeah. that it didn't. Uh, yeah, you talked about the Grammys. I mentioned that in the intro to this, but he did lose to uh, uh, Volume Two. Garbage. No, no, it wasn't Volume Two. It was ninety yeah. nine. Uh, yeah, Volume Two, Hard Knock Life. That's right. That's even garbage because wasn't DMX up for that one too? Oh my god, <laughs> dude! That that if you look at what came out in ninety eight, that Jay Z album is whack, dude. It's Dark and Hell is Hot is so much better. It, it, so much better. Uh, your fans will agree. Uh, you know, I, I I know the demographic you're touching. They're all listening to DMX over Jay Z. I mean, let me. I'm trying to I'm pull serious. up the the albums. Uh, so no, X wasn't in there. I wonder if he dropped too late or oh. too early. But so well, he dropped best, two albums in '98. He did. So that doesn't make sense. Uh, so these were the the uh, the albums. Uh, Tribe Called Quest, The Love Movement, Mace, Harlem World, Life in 1472, Jermaine Dupree, which is, I mean, if you want to talk about an album that slept on, that shit was good. Obviously, it had money. I, I was just re-listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> this, the one with, uh, Slick Rick is ridiculous. The one with Snoop and Warren G. Uh, but then also, so then you have Capital Punishment and uh, Hard Knock Life Volume 2. All good albums. Um you know, Mace's album was definitely that time. If you listen to it now, like there's some songs where you're like, eh, whatever. But anyways, I digress. I actually that. like Hard I, I, I like Hard Knock. Yeah, it's good. It, it's good. Yeah, it has a good close. mix of radio joints and like real, like, you know, that street shit, you know, that you and me were grew up on. <laughs> now look at us. Exactly. Talking via Zoom. Um, okay, we're going to close out on... Um, on Capital Punishment. Is there anything else you want to add about this album and pun before we just jump into a few Latinos in hip hop that people need to make sure that they are aware of? Let's go back to that. How uh, clearing that sample from Dre. Mm -hmm. And I think like obviously Dre and Snoop, not really not really gangsters if you look at the big picture, but I mean, if it came down to it, Pun and Joe had the, the Boricuas. Well, J- well Joe was so definitely many. connected in a lot of things. <laughs> so maybe he uh, some strong arm and maybe it was just the respect like, hey, I, I know what these guys are about. Yeah, um, there's a great there's a great YouTube. Uh, well, it's an interview with DJ Who Kid and I don't remember who is interviewing him, but he talks about, he released a track that was a diss to pun and some guy hit him up acting like a promoter and was like, Hey, are you open to do this show? Yeah. You know, I need the money up. I need half of the money up front. Okay. Well meet me here. Who kid went to go meet this guy. They threw him in the back of a car, took him to pun who was in the back of a van uh, you know, all kinds of guns drawn and who kid was like, I swear to God, I was dying that day. And then it turned out like everything was good after that. I think, um, 
pun even gave him, wanted to give him a record to play. So, but anyways, yeah, they, they were definitely uh, entrenched in the lifestyle that they talked about. Yeah, I mean, there's just some crazy stories about if you yeah, if you go listen to blogs, and I know. Have you heard the uh, conspiracy theorists that um, the, uh, even uh, some people think that Pun may have been the one to to, uh, to kill or not to kill, but be a part of it? Because I guess he was supposed to. I mean, the rumor is he was supposed to pick up Big L earlier in the day, but he was late. Oh, and oh. I just don't see. I just don't. See, I yeah. mean, it was again conspiracy theory. I just, I don't believe it at all. Yeah. One thing I do have to acknowledge because it. It saddened me to hear after, obviously, he, he died, but, uh, you know, he, he did have some some domestic oh, violence yeah. stuff, which... Yeah, pretty ugly shit yeah. that, uh, yeah, yeah, towards yeah, the I got, I got acknowledged end yeah. of his, uh, yeah, towards the end of his life, yeah. Way to bring down the mood, though. I wasn't going to bring that up, just, you know, try to focus on the album. You, you, you have to. You, you got to you you do. Gotta, you you got to cover all your bases. You <laughs> but uh, I, I will tell you, I don't like Joe because of... Uh, you know, leaving his wife and, you know, not really supporting oh, like a, a, taking care like of the- a homie should have. Yeah, exactly. But at least his son's doing some music now. I don't, you know, it's pretty, sometimes it's pretty good. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, not bad. That's when we to. Okay. You, you, you went down a little, I just want to let you talk, you know? Uh, okay. So as far as uh, Latinos and hip hop, MCs, DJs, what have you, I mean, I, I have obviously puns the top in my eyes, right? You talk about the early, early days of hip hop, a lot of break dancers. Uh, you know, you had Puerto Ricans, different uh, nationalities that did that. But when we talk about MCs, the one that I think of right after pun would be Be Real. I don't know who your like next person that you would go to, but Be Real of Cypress Hill, who I believe is half Mexican, half Cuban. Um, and then, you know, you got Fat Joe. Noriega, uh, but anyone else that you think people should check out? Oh man! So I actually went because I could name at least the Latinos I know in hip hop, but I actually went uh, and looked at a list before this. Just who's mm. a Latino? There are so many. I mean, we're talking Lloyd Banks, Jim. Lloyd yeah. Banks is half apparently. I, I had yeah. no idea. Same with Jim Jones, um, Fabulous. A lot of those guys. Yeah, crazy. Um, you know, I listen to obviously Joel Ortiz. Yeah, I'm a big Immortal Technique fan. If you guys don't know, Immortal Technique is definitely underground. But actually, we met him. Remember, we met him at uh, Rock the Bells. He was just walking, or he was at his booth. We had the booth, and, and oh, that's right. Yeah, there, yeah. Had the Tim's and shorts on. The only thing I think about about Rock the Bells is uh, Frio. What's his name? Carlos. <laughs> that's that's not a story <laughs> oh, for here, though. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh. a uh, rated R story, but um, uh, <laughs> not, not that kind of story. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But Kid Frost. Um, oh, there you go. Put it down for the Rasta, uh, and he also had Ain't No Sunshine. Yeah. From uh, what was that? American Me. I think it was American Me soundtrack, which okay. is one of my, which my favorite songs. Um, if you're going East Coast, obviously you have like a Nori. Um, mm-hmm. I, I put Nori up there. Yeah. Um, Famous podcast. I'm not going to lie. Like, I listened, back, especially back in the day when I was like in junior high, I listened to Mr. Criminal. I listened to, you know, 
Okay. Chacon would be happy to hear this. That's, you know, I was going to say, if we leave any criminal, Little Rob, uh, Capone, which is Capone, is Capone Latin or is he? No, I think he's Middle Eastern. That's That's why I didn't name him. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, uh, Mr. Key, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of him. I mean, you sent me that. I don't think anyone really needs to hear about him. Oh, did you not like, like, did you listen to it? Or did you listen to him rap and stuff? I listened to the song you said. No, it's not bad. It's just very mid nineties. You know, I don't even know how to explain it, but not my hotel California. Sure. We sample. I mean, a lot of people sample a lot of things. Uh, there's one group that I think you're forgetting and maybe you're not forgetting. You just haven't got, yeah, there you go. I wanted to make sure I I talk about beat nuts. Um, psycho less and juju. I love the beat nuts always have. So make sure you check them out. These are all just, you know, also, again, uh, Latino artists in hip hop that need to be highlighted. Uh, Go ahead. What, what about Benito? Benito, bad bunny. Can't forget uh, him. I saw an artist last year. Would you, you would say he's a hip hop artist. You got to put reggaeton in there. You got to put reggaeton in there for sure. So, uh, and you got to call out all the OGs as well. But I don't think there's anyone on the planet that doesn't know who Bad Bunny is. Or, or right, but, and that's the other thing. Look, look at the reach of that music uh, of reggaeton because yeah. why? Because it makes you move. Yeah. You know, we have style, we have influence, we have yeah. that butter, that sauce. You know, and it's big in America, obviously, but I don't think it would be as big, or maybe it would have taken longer if it wasn't for Noriega for Nori bringing those songs essentially to the United States main radio mainstream came out first, radio. his joiner uh, or gasolina gasolina but it was because I believe radio wise it was because of Nori cuz he was on the remix okay and, and then well, 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 oye uh, mi canto came out mhm mhm Okay. Mm-hmm. And like, what was it? Moss Mize or some shit like that. Anyways, all I'm saying is, Anyways, you know, Nori yeah. is anyway, very, uh, very instrumental in that, but that's reggaeton. Uh, again, no, reggaeton, reggaeton. Exactly. So, yeah, you go. Yeah. But then I, you know, then I sound like I'm code switching over here. Okay. <laughs> you're not yeah, familiar you're with fine? that term. Okay. All right. I'm no, I've never sure. heard of that. <laughs> so why'd you say you're fine? If you don't know what it means. Uh, anyways, all right, man. Thank you very much. Anything you want to leave the people with as far as Latinos and hip hop go, big pun, you know, maybe what you're getting into this weekend. I don't know. I mean, that's a loaded question. If I can be honest, there's a lot <laughs> happening this weekend, but also I, I can talk forever about Latinos and hip hop. So where do you want to start? <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> um, oh, don't forget about steady rock. That dude rock. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, he producer, he might be MC, coming back out. He might, producer, MC. With, with, yeah, with his boy, with his boy. Yeah, powder. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good shit. Got to put this out. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thank you. Um, you know, you're back in a couple weeks. Got some DMX uh, episode you'll be on, and then uh, I'm trying to remember the other one. But uh, for sure the DMX, and then we got some others that you'll be on throughout the rest oh, of the- uh, One last thing about Big Pun is make sure to check out, uh, he has a, uh, an album. I can't remember who put it out. It's The Night of the Living Dead. Oh, Cooking Souls. 
Cook and Soul does one with DJ Hook and Big L. Yeah, because obviously they were boys. Cook and Soul and Who Kid, Night of the Living Dead 3. It's a big pun and Big L album, which is crazy. My favorite of the series, and I I bump that year round. Yeah, Cook Cook and Soul, they did a lot of cool shit with that back in uh, the early 2010s. Or maybe in the late 2000s. Yeah, good shit. And don't forget Chino XL with the, uh, he looked like that dude from 8 Mile with the the (laughs) muscly, just a big old motherfucker. Yeah. He he almost looked like he could have been in Booyah Tribe too, Chino XL. (laughs) big dude uh all right man well hey thank you i don't know if you want to give any socials you know your uh lift lift bars get pars get pars lift bars or you know any of your other only fans anything you let, let people know let the people uh, the know where they fans, can find you only fa- onlyfans.com slash swift butter that's butter with an ah oh and uh yeah lift bars get pars and i'll be coming with that with the producing uh, Instagram as well. I've been diving, come out the yet, waiting for the basement to get done. There you go. Want to put a little studio, right? So, um, yeah, shout out to Will Winter Podcast. Thanks for having me on. And yeah. uh, shout out to all my uh, Latinos. There we go. All right, bro. Thank you. And shout out to everybody else. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everyone else who needs a shout out. <laughs> Peace. If you all enjoyed this week's episode, we will be back next week with some more NBA talk, celebrating hip-hop further. Until then, make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at the Will Wonder Pod. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Will Wonder. And I forgot to mention this in the, from the jump. We have stickers now. New stickers, new colorway, as the kids say about their sneakers. Uh, new stickers, $4 a sticker. And I'm also running what I like to call a graduation sale on what hoodies I have left. So sand hoodies for the most part, a few black ones scattered in there as well. $25 a hoodie. Yes, I know we're going into the summer, but you know what? Those spring nights can be a little chilly and falls right around the corner. So you might as well have a fresh hoodie locked and ready to go. $25 for the next week graduation sale. If you're interested, you know where to find me at DJ Will Wonder on Twitter, at the Will Wonder Pod on Instagram. Much love, and we will see y'all next week. Peace. Please subscribe, write, and review. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Peace out.